dedicated for the complete refuah of Shimon ben Simha. Teach us the following case. Eshet Ahi Avi Ha'av. So again, you have Ahi Avi Ha'av. So that's the the brother of his father's father. Wife. So that would be uh, his grandfather, grandfather's wife. Eshet, I'm sorry, the Eshet, the, 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 the great uncle. The father's uh, uh Father's Ahi Avi Ha'av. That means the grandfather's wife from the from the uh, from the uh, from the uh, father's side. Va'achot Avi Ha'av, and the Achot, the sister of the grandfather of the paternal grandfather. So again, we're talking about Eshet Ahi Avi Ha'av, the wife of the brother of the grandfather, and. Ahot Abiyav, the sister of the grandfather, the paternal grandfather. What is the what is the deen with that? Meaning, are they asur midin shiniyot? They're not asur Torah, those cases. The question is, are they asur mishum shiniyot? Are they asur midrabanam? So the Gemara says, midlemata erva, since lemata there is erva, which means go one generation lower, uh, instead of uh, being the grandfather's brother, so go to the father's brother's wife, so that's going to be asur. So therefore, since going down, you have an isur. So therefore, maybe they made a gezerah lemala. Lemala nami gazrube. Oh, dilma ha it pelig darata. Or maybe we say, no, it's too far away. And therefore, they didn't make a gezerah. So how far did they go up? We know that a person could not marry his father's brother's wife. The question is now, grandfather's uh, 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 father's grandfather's uh, uh, the, the grandfather's wife uh, is that going to be a or the, uh, uh, the 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 brother of the grandfather's wife? How far did they uh, go up? So the Gemara comes along and says Tashema Mahen Shiniyot. Remember, we learned the Brayta above. Then the Gemara listed exactly what the Shiniyot were. And it didn't count them; they weren't on the list. So if these were not on the list, that means must be they are permissible. The Gemara says, who said Tana Vishiyir? Maybe the Tana left a few out. You know, the Tana doesn't list everything, so maybe it left a few out. So the Gemara says, my Shiyir, the high Shiyir. Well, what else, what else did it leave out? You know, we don't say Tana Vishiyir just for one case. It must be they left out other cases. The Gemara says, yeah, Shiyir, Shiniyot, Deber, Bihayah. We're going to learn in a minute that the Bihayah had a whole other list of Shiniyot. So just like the Braita left out the Shiniyot of the Bihayah, whatever they are, it's come, coming up, so too it left, it left out uh, these cases over here of his uh, uh, father's father's brother's wife and father's father's uh, sister. Uh, uh, those, those two they left out. So the Gemara says, Amemor Akshar, he actually said they're mutar. He actually came out and said it's permissible. So Amar So What are you talking about? How can you come along and say these two cases are permissible? shiniyot mor bered I saw the list. There's a list. The list was compiled by mor bered and on the list, Uchtivan Shitzerele Isura. He had 16 cases of Shiniyot. Now, where did he get 16 from? My love, Timane de Matnita. So, eight of them we mentioned already on the Braita above, on the Amud Aleph. Vishit de Berebihaya, plus six that we're going to see from Rebihaya. We didn't see those yet, they're coming up. So, eight plus six is 14. Behanachtarte, plus these two. Meaning the, uh, the the father's father's brother's wife and the father's father's sister. 
So add those two to the list. There's your 16. So therefore you see what? And Morbid Eder Abna was also in them. Vilatamech. Hold it. Before you, before we discuss this list, Vilatamech, according to your logic, it's not actually 16, it should be 17. Because if you remember yesterday, we concluded that Ika Eshet the Pashtin and the Isura. One of the cases that we included yesterday, uh, the bottom line was the uh, the wife's, <coughs> the, 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 the mother's maternal brother's wife. And we said that that's going to be a suit as well. So therefore, the list should have been 17. He was, okay, leave that. That's not a question. Ha la kashya. That's not a question. The last two cases that we just said, <coughs> meaning the father's father's uh, sister and the father's uh, uh, father, the, 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 the father's uh, grandfather's brother's wife, those cases over there are considered one. Why? Because they're coming to uh, um, to, to, to make a gezerah for the generation below it, which is in the same case, the father's brother's wife. So therefore, we consider it as one. So therefore, it's 16 again, which means you have the eight of the Braita, the six of, of uh, Chiyah. These last two cases will consider one, plus you have the mother's maternal brother's uh, uh, wife, and that's the 16. The Gemara says, mikol makom so Rav Hillel comes back and says, listen, I saw that it says Asur, I got the list. So the Gemara says, Let's say you saw the list, and it would have said that uh, it was Mutar, the 16 were Mutar. And these cases were Mutar, these two, let's say. Let's say these two, forget about the 16. Let's say you saw a list, and these two were, were listed Mutar. Would you have relied on it? Which means you would not. You know why? Because you would have told me, which means, did he mati them himself? Which means, is this, a, is this a, an authentic letter? Which means, he didn't sign it. He didn't sign it. You don't know if it's his, if it's his, his opinion. He saw a paper from, in, in, in his archives. And this is the famous statement. I mean, whenever you want to say something is not authentic, if you look at, let's say, the post scheme, uh, they'll say, That's where they get it from. Like when uh, was questioning uh, the veracity of Ornitzion, Or deal, who's uh, you know, questioning who wrote the book. <clears throat> so in certain cases, he says, This is not uh, authentic from That's where they get the statement over here. But the point is, He's saying, listen, ju- ju- just like you wouldn't have taken it leheter, so don't take it the isur. That's not an authentic, authentic list. Okay, so now the Gemara comes along and uh, continues. Now we're going to get to the, the six cases of Rabbi uh, Hiyah. We have some more cases over here. Shlishi shibibno v'shibibito. So the third generation from his son and his daughter. So that's going to be Bat Ben Beno and Bat Ben Bito. <clears throat> the daughter of his son's son and the daughter of his son's daughter. So that means uh, his, uh, I guess it's a great. So it's, again, it's, it's called Dor Shilishi. It's the third generation. Because you have the the bat you have the uh, the bat and then you have bat ben beno so you have three generations down ve shebeben ishto ve shebebat ishto and then you have also bat ben bena her side which means the bat ben bena uh, the daughter the grand the grand uh, the granddaughter of <clears throat> the wife's son or the granddaughter of the wife's daughter. That's considered a Shiniyah. Plus, the vi'i shebehamib shebehamoto. The vi'i, the fourth generation, shebehamib shebehamoto. Now, what's the fourth generation, shebehamib shebehamoto? <clears throat> Which means, M.M. Hamiv, the grandmother 
of his father-in-law or the grandmother uh, of his uh, uh, mother-in-law. So that's four generations. Because if you go, if you start counting from the from the uh, from the from the from the wife. So you have the wife, you have the mother-in-law, you have the mother-in-law's mother, and the mother of the mother-in-law's mother. So that's four generations. That's why it's calling it uh, four. <clears throat> so the Gemara says that's also going to be considered a what? A shiniyah. So again, let's get these two cases again. Tana Okay, now when it comes to the person's uh, beno and bito, we're calling it a shilishi. Because we're considering it bat beno, bat ben beno. So the daughter of the grandson and the daughter of the granddaughter. So that's three generations. So the Gemara says, When you're going up, in the mother-in-law case, you counted his wife as generation one. You had the wife was generation one, the mother-in-law was generation two, the mother's mother was three, and then the mother's mother, the grandmother was four. So you counted, you started with ishto. However, when you went lemata, the lokashim la ishto. When you talked about the, the the wife's daughter's daughter's uh, wife's son's uh, son's daughter. You didn't count the wife, you just started from the children. Why didn't you count the wife as, genera- as a generation as well? It should have been four. When it comes going up, you count you started from the wife. Going down, you started from the children. So the Gemara says, no, going up, what, what makes the mother-in-law Asura? It's the wife. So then when we start counting the wife as generation one, then her mother, and then the mother, and the mother, and the mother, and the mother, and the mother. Therefore, we start from the isura, makes it isur. The isura, lab mikoach ishtokate. But when you go down, which means, when you're going down the generations, lab mikoach ishtokate. It's not coming from his wife. Why is it not coming from his wife? Because in his son, there was two cases in that side. There was hid of the husband's son's son's uh, 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 wife, and then the wife's son. So, so on the side of the husband, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just a, it's just the fact that it's it's the son's son's uh, uh, wife. So therefore, we don't count. It's not nothing to do with the wife. Why would I count the wife? It's not coming from the wife. It's coming from the from from, from the from the father. So the Gemara comes along and says, "What are you talking about?" Veha ben ishto ubat ishto. There's two cases. There's the, there's the, there's the, there's the there's the what there's there's, there's the uh, uh, issue that's coming from the father's side, but there's the issue that's coming from the wife's side, meaning it's his wife. So therefore, that's one of the cases. We have ben ishto ubat ishto the isuram mikoach ishto kaete, which means the the son of his wife is coming from the wife. Velo hashivla. Why don't you count it? I mean, if you go back to the case that I played, there was two cases. One case was. Okay, that's a regular case of uh, his son uh, and, uh, and, 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 and coming from his daughter, which means Bat Ben Beno, the daughter of the grandson or the daughter of the granddaughter. Okay, fine. So that's going to be Asud on its own. It's not Asud because his wife. That's Asud because it's his own uh, son's uh, grandson. But the other cases, the second case is Vishibi Ben Ishto. There, the ishto is the osating it because it's the son of his wife or the daughter of his wife. I think the generation is down. So why don't you count ishto as G1? Just like you counted ishto G1 going up. When you discuss her mother-in-law, because you say she's the reason why it's asura. So she's the reason why that son is asura because it's the son of his wife. So therefore, the Gemara says you should have counted her. And then when you're counting her, it's not three generations, it's actually four generations. <coughs> the Gemara says... Right? It could have listed her, but since we started on his side, the husband, the father's side, therefore she was not mentioned, obviously, because it's not a suit from her. She's just a wife. She wasn't the mother. So therefore, since we didn't mention her on the father's side, when it was his descendant, so we don't mention her either on her side. But in the Chiname, you could count her as G1 and then her... You know, D two, G three, D four, and uh, that will be considered as shini. Amal lerav asher lerav kana shiniot derebichiyam yesh lemefsek or endai mefsek. Another question. Remember, we learned on yesterday's daf 
that <coughs> once you make these shiniyot, how far do they go? Do they go, uh, you know, or the rabbis only made the isud where they made them. So remember we learned the different cases, so the question is, do these cases of the Bihiyah also stop when they stop? It stops at Shilishi, it stops at the Bi'i. Tashema, Damarab, Arba Nashim, Yeshlem Ifsik. We learned on yesterday's that four ladies of the Shinyot, Yeshlem Ifsik. Vitula, sounds like those four, and that's it. And therefore, Rav, 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 uh, Rav Hiyah's cases do not have Ifsik. The Gemara says, no, Dilma ki Kamarab, <laughs> no, Rab was only picking the, those from the from the Braita, which means those that were in the Braita that we mentioned, four of those Yeshlem Hefsek. But he wasn't discussing other cases. He was only picking from the Braita that we mentioned above. So maybe in Echanami, these cases also Yeshlem Hefsek. Tashema, Shilishi Urbi'i, Shilishi Urbi'i in Tefelo. Well, look at the way Rav uh, listed. He called it generation three, generation four. Tzmashma, that's it. G3, G4, not G5, G6. So the Gemara says, no, Dilma Shilishi Va'ilach, Rivi'i Va'ilach. No, maybe it just comes to say that the Shiniyot start from G3 and onward, G4 and onward. So that we have no da'ayah from the fact that he counted generation three and four, that means it stops there. Maybe it starts there. And therefore, you have no da'ayah. Amar le. He came from Eretz Israel. The rabbis in Eretz Israel asked the following question. Now we get into a very interesting sugya. Gazru shiniyot begerim olo gazru shiniyot begerim. Okay, now you have a ger. What's a ger? A convert. Now we know. That basically when a ger converts, a convert converts, he's not related to anybody. He becomes a Yisrael, and therefore he has no familiar relation with any of his family. So his mother's not his mother, and his grandmother's not his grandmother, and his sister's not his sister, and all these cases are technically permissible for him to marry. However, Nachamim established that certain arayot are going to be asud. For example, his mother and um, his aunts from his mother. And the Gemara is going to tell us why. Again, from the Torah law, the girl should be able to marry anybody. But, okay, we made a, uh, the rabbis made a gizra on certain, you know, uh, major arayot. The question is, did they also make shiniyot on the girl? How far did they go? When the rabbis added these rabbinical items on you know, full-fledged Jews, <clears throat> did they also... Put them on Girim. Now again, why wouldn't you put them on Girim? Because really Girim are not related to anybody. So technically there's room to be lenient on Girim. Or do you say, no, once the rabbis established Shiniyot, it's for everybody. So Kebara says, Amar Hashta, Uma Irva Gufa. Even the real Arayot, like the mother. Ilav Shelo Yumru Ba'im Kedusha Hamura Kedusha Kala. Which means these guys, Gerim, should be permissible even in the real Arayot, in the Torah. The only reason why they were Osir, real Arayot, because we don't want the people to say that he came from a more strict law and entered a more lenient law. When he, when he, was, when he was a go, he was a to be with his mother. Now that he becomes Jewish, he's mutad to be with his mother. <laughs> so it's going to be like uh, you came from a, a more severe Kiddushah to a less severe Kiddushah. We don't want people to say that. So therefore, in order to, uh, for the people not going to have claims that he came, you know, he, he downgraded himself by becoming Jewish. You know, because he came Jewish, he's less religious. <laughs> Which means what was forbidden to him as a goy becomes permissible to him now as a get. That's the only reason why they did it. So therefore, you want to now add shiniyot? No, don't add shiniyot. Which means even, even arayot should be permissible. <laughs> so therefore now, if regular arayot should be permissible, now you want to come and add the shiniyot? And Gemara says, No. The Gemara comes along and says, Amar of Nachman, Girim. All right, now we're on the topic of Girim, Rabotai. It came up. Since already this case of Girim has come to our hands, 
Nema behum milta. So let's uh, let's say something on it. Achim minaim. Okay, you have maternal brothers that convert. So basically, they're not related. By the way, they're not brothers anymore. Once they convert, they have no relationship. Still, lo yaidu. They shouldn't testify because we know relatives are not allowed to be edim. That minatorah technically should be able to testify because they're not related, but. The rabbis came along and said, since they come from the same mother, and coming from the same mother you can prove. So therefore they really look like brothers. People know they came from the same mother. However, But if they did testify, their testimony is accepted, and we don't consider it that they are relatives. Now, If they are paternal brothers from the father, Girim, they can testify like a because it's not so obvious that they're brothers. Because it's hard to prove the father; it's easier to prove the mother. So therefore, since it's not so obvious uh, the paternal relationship, so therefore, and they get him at the end of the day, so they're really not related to each other, and it's hard to really prove. So therefore, they can even testify like a Amemor Amar Afilu Amemor said even maternal brothers that are getting they can even testify like a so the Gemara says, I don't understand. Which means, when it comes to Arayot, again, for example, that married his maternal sister, we say Yotzi. <laughs> so therefore, we said Arayot on the mother's side. <laughs> so therefore, why when it comes to Edut, you don't make a Gezira. When it comes to Arayot, you're Osirin, uh, 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 the maternal side of the, uh, the Ger. The Gemara answers, when it comes to marriage, marriage is everybody's business. So therefore, when it comes to marriage, we're going to come along and the people are not going to understand it. They're going to say, I don't understand. Something that was forbidden to them before is going to become permissive to them now. And therefore, they're not going to understand that and therefore it's going to cause uh, people to talk. However, where is edut given? Edut lebedin mesura. Edut is done in front of the rabbis in Bedin. The Beti knows the reason. The Beti knows Geshen et Gayer. So therefore, they're not going to have a problem. Say, hey, what's going on over here? How can these two brothers come and testify? Who are you talking to? You're talking to Beti. Masha'inkin, when it comes to Erva, Erva is everybody's business. Everybody knows about the wedding. So therefore, they're not going to know, hey, how, how, how is this guy being allowed to marry his, um, his, um, his uh, mother's uh, uh, maternal uh, uh, sister, and so on and so forth. Or, 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 or his sister from his mother, his maternal sister. How could that be? The people are going to come along and they're not going to understand it. So they're more mahmir by arayot than they are by edut. I saw just a, uh, just read Rashi. David Yaptin, Lachol Mesura. Lachol Mesura, Hakol Nosin Hashim, Hilkach, Isharit the Kayuma, Aten Nami, the Mishte, and Rabbi Israel. The Kule Ama, Loya, did it, Ahmad, the Gedmi Shimu, did the Kartan Shimu. She's probably, she says, they're going to stop being Matilda in a regular Israel. Because they don't know the Ger Shinit Kayer Kikatan Shiruladam. So we have to make a Gezerah so that they don't come to Matir, a guy to marry his maternal sister, a regular Israel. Mashiachin, the Bedin Mesura. Right. Right. Beti's not going to make a mistake. They know the reason why they're accepting these two brothers. Because they're not related. So they're not going to come to be Matir two Israel brothers uh, to testify. Because again, Beti knows the mechanics of the law. <clears throat> so this is, a, this is a very, very, very interesting, interesting law. I saw Hida uh, this week. He asks a, a simple question. You know, we always say this, this term, He's, I don't understand. He's not a ger until he's mitkayer. So it should really be, Why do they say ger shinitgayer? Simple question on this, uh, <coughs> you know, this, this phrase that we say all the time. So the Hidad comes along and says, no, they did this on purpose because Every ger already had it in him, even before he converted. His neshama was already at Har Sinai, so he was a ger already. He just didn't know it. So therefore, ger shinit gayer, which is lesof when he's nit gayer. You see that he was a ger already from 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 the onset. It wasn't wasn't stam. Anybody that ends up with us, it's because he was with us from the beginning. So therefore, they call them a a ger shinit gayer. He was a ger from uh, 
from day one, technically, just without going through the, the, the ceremony of Gidu. <clears throat> and then, then, of course, you have the whole question of Bnei Yisrael. There was a lot of talk on this. Bnei Yisrael, when... Um, how do we know? That's the question. How do we know Gershin et Katan doesn't go through that. How do you know? When a Ger converts, he has, no, uh, he has no relatives. He's not related to anybody. So I saw two beautiful explanations on this. One is a Bala Turim, when it's talking about that you have to give Sedakah, uh, you have to take care of the Ger, the Yatom, the Almana, and so on and so forth. So he learns the Bala Turim that don't put a comma between Ger and Yatom. He says it's called Ger Yatom, because every Ger is a Yatom. Every Ger is automatically becomes an orphan, because he's not related to anybody. He doesn't have a mother and a father anymore. They're not considered his parents. So therefore, that's the way he learns the source, Ger Yatom. But then I saw another proof that they bring, and that is, if you remember when Bnei Yisrael received the Torah, so therefore, what did Moshe Rabbeinu say after Bnei Yisrael received the Torah, which is a form of Gerut, which is at that point over there, we weren't Jewish technically, let's say. Once we got the Torah, we were Nichnas, the Brit. Once we entered the covenant, so therefore now we became Jewish. So therefore, assuming that we didn't have a deen of Ben Yisrael at that time, assuming we had a deen of Ben Noah until Matan Torah. So at Matan Torah, what happens? Now we enter the covenant, now we're already considered Jewish. And what did Moshe Rabbeinu say Right after Matan Torah, Shuvu Lachem Laolechem. Go back to your tents. Hold it. Could be we've been married to somebody that as a Ben Noah was permissible, but now according to the Torah is forbidden. So how can Moshe Rabbeinu tell everybody to go back to their wives? And maybe their wives now are forbidden based on Torah law. No, because since we converted now, we're not related to that lady anymore. So therefore, it doesn't matter if it was forbidden, there's no relationship. And therefore, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu said, Shuvu lachem lachem, from there you learn, Gereshit Kayeke Katan, Shenolad Dameh. That's a nice, uh, nice, uh, nice proof to that. <clears throat> okay, Rabotai. Let's go at least read the next Mishnah. Now we get into some of the laws of Yibu. Me, she is to ah. Rabbi, yes. Rabbi, Rabbi, they're asking over here, Tinok Shinolad. Tinok has relatives. Ketinok Shinolad Dame. What we asking? What, 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 what's, what's, what's that statement? Semantics. We're asking for semantics anyway. We say, Geshinit Kaye. Okay, is he give? So, Ketinok Shinolad. Tinokot have relatives. Yeah, well, I was. So we have, we have to say it's 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 like he's nolad, but he's he's nolad. It's like a tinok shnolad without parents. <laughs> That's what it means to say. Right. Tinok, tinok means it's a way of saying it's a it's a new slate, but it's like a tinok. Yeah, it's a slate. No, I got it. Right. That's what they're saying. It's like a tinok That maybe he has the it's it's a new slate, but of course this kid did not have was not born now, so yeah. he's considered a tinok that was born without parents. That's just a way of saying you know yeah. take, take two start up start up again. Matiti. <laughs> Okay, so we learned before that uh, if there's a lady that dies and she has uh, a brother-in-law, meaning her husband had a brother, she cannot get married until a process of Yibum is made to her or Halitza. So the Mishnah says, If a Person has a brother. I don't care what type of brother it is. Any type of brother. Now we'll see what this any type means. Zokek et eshitachim liyibum. He's going to force his brother's wife to make yibum. Meaning she can't just go and marry. You're going to have to deal with that brother. And that brother is considered a brother for all practical purposes. We'll see what those purposes are. Except if you have a brother from a maidservant or a goya, which is the father went with a goya or a maidservant, that's not your brother. Because the daughter or the son of a shifcha is a goya, is a goy. And the son of an ovedik kabim is a goy. And therefore that's not going to make a brother like a be, yibum, or halitza. Now we go the other way. If the couple had a son, any type of son, poter, eshet, abiv, min, 
Ayyibum is going to poter uh, his, his mother from Yibum. Now, any type of kid, I don't care what type of kid the kid is, as long as he's Jewish. Now, since he's a kid, a son, he'll be hayab if he hits his father, and he'll be hayab if he curses his father, which is even though he's a compromised ben, we'll see what type of ben we're talking about, it's still a ben. And therefore, he's hayab if he curses his father, he's hayab if he hits his father. And for that matter, he's his son for practical purposes. If he has, let's say, a, another son from a different wife who's a shifha or a medical kavim, and then he got married to a regular Jewish wife, that's not considered his son. And therefore, he's, she is subject to Yibum because that other son is considered goy. Therefore, that's not considered a son to poter mi Yibum or, or halitza. Right? So basically, as long as he has a Jewish son, it's poter from Yibum. So the Gemara begins. Amar Rav. Yehuda. I'm sorry. When you come along and say, any type of brother, the father had a brother, I don't care what type of brother it is, got to make Yibum. What type of brother we're talking about. Amar of Yehuda, that even if his brother's a Mamzer, that the father had a normal kid, and then he may have had another kid from Eshed Ish. And that happens to be his paternal brother, but he's a mamzer. The question is, is that mamzer going to be uh, obligated to make yibum and therefore hold up the uh, sister-in-law? To give Mishnah saying yes, even if the brother we're talking about is a mamzer, got to make a yibum or halitza. So the Gemara comes along, and the rabbis will make maybe a gezerah, not, not to make yibum, just to make halitza. But the point is, this is zika. So the Gemara says, pshita achivu. So I understand, it's his brother. Why, why would I think otherwise? Mamzeh, why? Mamzeh's not a brother? It is still his brother. There's a pigama on the kid, but it's still his brother. Now, ma'udetema lilif achva achva mebnei Yaakov. Maybe when it comes to achim, which is written by Yibum, I make a hekesh to achim by bnei Yaakov. Because it says the word achim by bnei Yaakov. And therefore I will say the following. Ma'alalan kesherin velo pesulin. Just like the brothers of... Uh, uh, the Shemateen themselves, they're kosher, they're not mamzerim, God forbid, velo pesulim, afkan sotu, maybe by yibum, kishirim velo pesulim. Kamashmalada, we don't make that hekesh, uh, and therefore, even if the brother is a pasul, he's still going to be obligated, legabe yibum. So the Gemara comes along and says, I don't know why, why you fall off, that's a beautiful hekesh. Ve'ema hachinameh. Maybe you should learn from the Gezerah Shabbat, achim, achim, to come and tell you that only legitimate ones. Which means, since we're going to also learn in the Mishnah, that if the couple had a child that was a mamzer, so it exempts her from yibum, so therefore you got to go the other way as well. That if the brother is a mamzer, so also it'll mandate yibum. yibum miftar niftar, Read Rashi in the bottom. Mid the Enyan Yibum Miftar. Et Eshet Abir Mi Yibum Potet, Kigon, Im Hayalo Ben Mamzer, Venasa Ishava Met, Velo Yadalo, Peturam and Hayibum. Which is the case you're talking about, and the place talking about where, let's say, the Uven had a Mamzer, okay, from a different Eshet Ish, let's say, and then he married a regular girl, okay, beautiful. And now what? He died. So that Mamzer is going to potet Eshet Reuven, the legitimate Eshet Reuven from. Yibum, Mishvi'il ha-mamzer. Kach. Right, and we're going to see that from Pesukim. So to them, the Gemara says, Mizkak na-mezakik. So then he's going to zokek, eshtachim ti yibum. Again, even if he's the only mamzer, they're going to need halitza. So it works, it works together. Which means, once you consider the mamzer, zera, that's potet eshet abiv. So therefore, it's it's mistabet to say that a yibum mamzer can make a zera for his brother, for his brother's uh, brother's wife. Look at Ashi miskak na mezakik. Right, so she says first of all zakikah la halitza, which okay, that he's clarifying. When we said yibum in the mishnah, it's not davka yibum, it's halitza. But the point is, even if he's the only brother. 
So there's another brother, we're not going to tell the Mamzer to do it. We'll let the other brother make Yibum. But the point is, if he's the only brother, it doesn't matter. Still, it's going to be obligated to make uh, uh, Halitza. Yemara okay. continues. So we said in the Mishnah that if a, a person has a brother, even if that brother is a Mamzer, so he has to make Yibum with his sister-in-law. And, or halitza, and we said it's considered his brother for all practical purposes. So the Gemara says, What's the practical halacha that would come out of this? Two practical nafkamino. Number one, for the laws of inheritance. So we know that if a person doesn't have children, so then the Yerusha. <clears throat> moves to the brothers. So he's considered a full-fledged brother, this Mamzer, that is, in order to inherit his regular brother. Furthermore, if, let's say, uh, there's Kohanim over here, the brother is a Kohen, they are Kohanim, and the law is that a Kohen, while he's not allowed to be metameh for strangers, but he's allowed to metameh for his close relatives. So therefore, even if his brother is a Mamzer, the Kohen will be metameh for him in the time of his death. So the Gibbara says, Pshita, it's Pashut, Ahivu, it's his brother. Why would I think otherwise? Salkadatachamina, the Gibbara says, I would have thought, Hu'il Uchtiv, since by Kohanim. So the Pasuk says that while the Kohen is not allowed to be metameh, Ki'im Lish'ero Hakarov Elav. He's only allowed to be metameh to his close relative. She'ero hakarov elav. So the Gemara says, what is that? Ve'amar mor. She'ero zu ishto. She'ero is referring to his wife. That means the Kohen is allowed to be metameh to his wife. Uchti, but we have another pasuk that says, Lo yitameh ba'al be'amav lehehalo. That a Kohen cannot be metameh to a wife that is pasul to him. Lehechalo means to a, pas- a wife that is forbidden. That, that means sometimes he can be metameh for his wife, and sometimes he cannot. Yesh ba'al she metameh, v'yesh ba'al she'en metameh. Sometimes the husband is metameh for his wife, and sometimes not. Ha-ketzad, how do you reconcile the two pesukim? Metameh hu le'ishto kishira, ve'en metameh le'ishto pesula. That only if his wife is a kishira can he be metameh. But let's say he married a divorcee. And therefore the Kohen's wife is pesula to him. So therefore, since she's pesula, the Torah says he does not metameh. So I would have thought from this that the Kohen is only metameh to kishirim. But he's not metameh to pesulim. And since the mamzer is a pasul, so I would have thought that he's not metameh. And therefore, hakanameh, here also by the mamzer, so I would have said that maybe he's only metameh to a kosher brother, but not to a pasul brother. That's why the Gemashnah comes and tells me, no, that even if the brother is a mamzer, the queen is going to be metameh. So the Gemara says, Maybe we should say that just like a wife who is pasul, the queen is not metameh to, Maybe a brother that's pasul, the Kohen should not be metametu. Yemara says, no, there's a big distinction. There, in the case of a pasul wife, he's got to get rid of her. Which means every second he's living with her, he's making Yisud. So therefore, of course he's not going to be metametu, a wife that he has to get rid of. He has to divorce her. Mashiach and a brother, a brother's a brother. Even if he's a mamzer, he can't get rid of that. That is a... <clears throat> and therefore, there is a distinction between the Kohen not being metameh for his wife, that's pesula, to being metameh to his brother, who's a mamzeh, that is pesul. And the Mishnah continued. Unless his brother comes from a shifha or from obedet kochavim, that would make his brother a goy. And therefore, the goy is not uh, subject to the laws of Yibum and Halitza. So therefore, if the Uven died, 
and he leaves his wife and Almana without children, the brother, let's say, that's Isav, who's a goy, that the, the father went with a shifha, or a, uh, 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 an Orvedical Kavim, so therefore, not Jewish. Maitama, Amar Kera. Because the Pasuk says regarding to a person that married a shifha Kena'anit and had children. Ha'isha biladea la doneha. It says the wife and the children belong to the master, and he goes out free. So what do you see from over here? They don't go out with him because they're not considered his children. Elawat, they follow the shifha status, and therefore they remain abadim kenaanim to the master. And therefore you see that children from a shifha and children from a goya are not considered Jewish children. Then we said in the Mishnah that if a person has a child, any type of child, he's poted his mother from Yibum. So the Gemara says, What are you coming to include? That even if the person had a child that was a Mamzer, that Mamzer is considered a child. And therefore it will exempt the mother from Yibum. My ta'amah, what's the reason why even in Mamzer is considered enough of a child to put there? What's the case of Yibum when they don't have a child? That is an extra yud, the Gemara is saying in this word en. So the, the yud in the word en would allow us to read it like this. Ayin alav. Ayin alav means investigate, which means investigate, and whatever you come up with, even if you come up with a child that's a mamzer, that's enough to call it a child. Meaning, make an investigation, and no matter what type of child you find, that already is considered enough. And therefore, we see from over here, that the child does not have to be a kosher child to exempt the mother from from uh, from uh, uh, Yibum, even if he's a mamzer. Vehayab al-makato. Now, the Torah is saying over here that a mamzer is considered a son in regard that if he hits his father, he'll be hayav. Or if he curses his father, he'll be hayav. So therefore, don't think that he's not considered a son, the anyan, these isurim. So the Gemara says, am I? Now the Gemara is asking the reverse. Why should he be hayav? Kari kan, we should apply the rule, v'nasi ba'amecha lotaor. So remember we learned that you're not allowed to curse out the nasi. You're not allowed to curse out the president, the abedim. But it says, v'nasi ba'amecha, be'oseh ma'aseh amecha. Only if he is following the Jewish law, which is only if the nasi is following the mitzvot, but not if he's, you know, in contempt. So therefore, this... Father, he brought a mamzer into the world. That means he went with isud karet. So therefore, why should the son be subject to the laws of cursing? He's not osem amecha. He's not following the laws, obviously. So therefore, you shouldn't hold the son responsible for cursing somebody, namely his father in this case, who doesn't follow the laws. Now doesn't he follow the laws? He makes big uh, big averon. So he's an ashad of father. Gemara says, Kedamara pinhas b'shemed papa. So the Gabbarad comes along and says that we're talking about over here where the father made Teshuvah. Okay, I don't know how we can make Teshuvah. There's a Mamzer in the world. So the Gabbarad says, Vehai bar Teshuvahu? Can he make Teshuvah? We learned in the Mishnah and Hagigah. Shimon ben Menashe Omer, Ezru me'uvat. What's considered a case of somebody that's crooked, that cannot become straight? That's a case of a person that goes with somebody that's forbidden, and brings a mamzer. Even if he makes teshuvah, the mamzer is still there, you can't get rid of the evidence. So they were, how can the Gemara say that we're talking about the father who brought this mamzer in the world, made teshuvah? Therefore, if the son curses him, yeah, he's cursing a uh, about teshuvah, and then what's considered ba'amecha, he's back into the nation. I thought you said this type of avira is not fixable through teshuvah. The Gemara says, "Hashtamia osem ma'ase amechau." 
Which means, you're right, it might not be a complete teshuvah, but it's enough to bring him back into the fold. That is considered osem ma'ase amicha. That means, Legabe has rectification for the sin. He might need more. But the fact that he made teshuvah, he's back into the fold. Therefore, it's considered ba'amicha. And if it's considered ba'amicha, if the father curses him, sorry, if the son curses him, he's going to be hayav. Now we get to the last case on today's, on today's daf. Tanu Rabbana, we have a b'raita. Habba al-achoto. So what did he do? He went with his sister. Vihi bat eshet abiv. Which means she is the daughter of the father that got married. This is not through onsin. Which means it's not uh, that the father went with the lady by force. It's bat eshet abiv. It's the daughter it's the sister that came from the marriage of a father to, uh, to this lady. Okay, so what's the problem? There's two problems. Hayat mishum achoto. Number one, he's liable because he went with his sister. Umishum bat eshet abiv. She's also considered bat eshet abiv. She's the daughter of the wife of her father. And that's also a separate isur. The Torah comes along and has two different pesukim. One it says achoto bat abiv or bat imo, and then it says achoto she bat ishto or bat bat eshet abiv. So therefore, again, there's two distinct isurin over here. Read Rashi over here. Vehi bat eshet abiv. Vehi bat eshet abiv. Right, so of course it says Eshet. Eshet means it's his wife. Okay. And then what's not through Onsi? So the Gemara wants to say over here, you got two problems. Number one, it's, it's his sister. And we know sister obviously is going to be Asur. And it's also Bat Eshet Abiv. It's the daughter of the wife of his, uh, of his father through, uh, through marriage. And that's, that's Asur as well. So now the Gemara comes along and says, "But the Biyoseb and the Biyuda Omer, Eno Hayab Ela Mishum Achotob Elvad." No, you only get one Isur, only Mishum Achotob because of the sister. But not liable for the second Isur of the daughter of Eshet Abiv. Now the Gemara says, "Ma'ita Amayu Derabanan." What's the reason for the rabbis that say? that this guy will be liable to Lavim. But I says, Amni Mechti. Well, let's analyze it ourselves. Kitty, we have one person that says, Ervat, Achotecha, Bat Abicha, or Bat Imecha. The Erva of your sister, who is the daughter of your father or the daughter of your mother, which means I don't care if it's a paternal sister or it is a maternal sister, it doesn't matter whether she's your sister from your father's side or from your mother's side. Bottom line, it's a considered erva. Now, so we see from over here, it doesn't matter if it was married or not, by the way. Over here, it does not mention anything about marriage. It just says the daughter of your father. I don't care how that daughter came in into the world, even if it was not through marriage, even if it was unseen even if it was through force. And then another person says, Ervat bat eshet abicha. Here it talks about through marriage. Ervat bat eshet abicha. Moledet abicha achotechahi. Lamali, what do you need that pasuk for? We already have a pasuk that says, Ervat achotecha bat abicha. What do you need another pasuk that says, the erva of your father's wife, the daughter, which, is, which means your sister. We have that pasuk already. Which is, what do you need the pasuk? Bat eshet avicha. Bat eshet avicha is already learned from the first pasuk. Shema mina lahayevo mishum achoto mishum bat eshet avicha. The reason why I wrote it again is to say that it's going to be hayav two different lavim. 
רבי חייב משום אחותו, אין משום בת אשת אביב, the daughter of the wife of his father. So therefore you're going to be chayav to. Let's read Rashi. Rashi says, Mechti. Bottom line, it's his sister from his father. So what, 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 what do you need to pursue? Keep to tell me your sister from your father is Asud. And that must be because, Shmat Mina. Shmat Mina, Lachayebo, Mishum Shnela bin Halalu, Vim Shogeg, Hayab Shtehataot. Very good. To come and say this is going to be guilty on two counts. Now the question is, what is the other rabbi going to do? Verabi Yoseb, Verabi Yehuda, Amar Kera Achotechahi. The Pasuk says, the first Pasuk says, sorry, the second Pasuk by Bat Eshet Aviv says, Achotechahi. It is your sister. He. Mishum achoto ata mehayebo. Ve'en ata mehayebo mishum bat eshet abib. The pasuk ba'alam is coming to limit it. And say, it's your sister. And therefore the chayub is going to be because of achotecha. Rashi, achotecha he. Achotecha he. Ve'hai kra de bat eshet abib ha'ketib. The second pasuk. Ve'hayebo. Right, let's say they were both born from Anusa, from the, so they're, they're brother and sister, but not from marriage, from Anusa. She said over here, a mouthful. So we have over here, basically two pesukim. We have one pesuk over here that says what? Bat eshet abicha. So that she says, the hayevo al achoto. So what is that? And then it says, achotechahi. What's achotechahi? You can be hayav because she's your sister. Mina onsin, bat abiv ubat imo, which is when the pasuk says, uh, the first pasuk, when it says over here, bat abiv ubat imo, what's, what, what, what's the pasuk? The pasuk, I'll read you the pasuk, it says, ervat achotecha, bat abicha ubat imecha. Moledet ba'ayet o moledet chutz, not ervatan. <clears throat> now that does not mention anything about marriage. So that's what Pasuk is talking about even Minha Onsin. That she says, Minha Onsin, Bat Abib Bat Imo, Kegon, Noldu Huvehi, the brother and the sister, Min Anusa. The Mahu Kera, the Onsin, from the Pasuk of Onsin, Lo Shamainan Ela Bat Abib Shelo Bat Imo. Over there you just learn that it's a half sister. Because it says, Bat Abiv o Bat Imo. You don't learn about anything more. By unseen, you just learn the case of paternal sister or maternal sister. Dekhtib Bat Abicha o Bat Imecha. Now, but it also says, Bat Eshet Abicha. There's another Pasuk that says, Bat Eshet Abicha. From there, it sounds like, Demashma Ben Imo. Ben she'eno imo. Right, now that pasuk also says it is the daughter of your father's wife, whether she is the mother or not. But that's spoken up, not onsin. Be'ishut hu, dikhtiv. About be'onsin, lo shamainam. So we don't see that by onsin, because that pasuk is written only by by, uh, 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 by, 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 by Ishut, because the Pasuk's language is Bat Eshet Abicha. The Mashma Ben Imo, Ben She'en Imo, Be Ishut. Ava Be Onsin Lo Shamainam. So from there you don't see Onsin. Lahi Ketiv Achoto. So that's what the Pasuk says Achoto. Lerabot Bat Abiv Ubat Imo. So Achoto, it says Achoto He. That comes to include bat abibu bat imo. That if she is the daughter of the father and the uh, the mother. 
Because from that pasuk, it's, you only see it's the daughter of uh, the father's wife. So the achotok comes to include what? Even the case of where she's a full-fledged. Bat abibu bat imo. So let's go again according and understand the opinion of Rabbi Yosef bin Rabbi Yehuda. I'm reading it again in the Gemara. Amar kera achotechahi. What does achotechah come and teach me? Mishum achoto ata mechayevo v'yata mechayevo mishum bat eshet abiv. Now, the Gemara will explain what that she just said. So we'll read it again in the Gemara. V'rabbanan what do the rabbis do with that word achotechai? Which means we don't have a pasuk only by on scene that teaches us if a person has a brother and a sister, either it's paternal or maternal. Because the pasuk of on scene says, bat abiv or bat imo. So therefore, it's only talking about either a paternal or maternal. You have no pasuk that talks about on scene where it's a full-fledged. They're the son and daughter of the same parents. We only have either son of the and daughter of the father or son and daughter of the mother. How do we know that it's a sunip, they're son and daughter of both? Now, I know you're going to tell me, what do you mean? It's a kavahoman. If, if you're guilty on a paternal or a maternal, so certainly if they're the brother and sister of both, so the Gemara says, no. You can't create a love from a kavahomer. You can't say, well, if a paternal brother and sister is guilty, then certainly both are going to be guilty. No, you're creating a isud from, from, uh, from, from, from a kavahomer, which you can't do. Therefore, we need a special pasuk to say, achotechahi, to come and include that not only a paternal or maternal onus, but even a mother and father, which they share the same parents, that's also going to be considered a sister, which is going to be Hayab. Read Rashi inside. Um, we don't want you to say. Oh, that's coming up. That's coming up. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Imken, according to that, if Achotecha was coming to tell you, Achoto, Bat Abib, Ubat Imomena, on scene, if that's what the word Achoto was coming to say, Lichtov Rahamana Achotecha. So could you say the extra word Achotecha? He, what's that word? He. So therefore was coming to tell me you only get one lab. He only got the Isura of Akoto. So the Gemara says, even though the Pesuk says Akotecha, it's Tariq Le Mechtab He. It's still not to say the word He. Because I would have thought, I would say that maybe, generally speaking, you're allowed to learn a lab from a Kalbahomer. If you can learn from a Kavachomer, why then would you have to write Achotecha? So I would have said, That sometimes, that something that you could have derived from a Kavachomer, the Torah writes it anyway. But it didn't have to write it because I would have learned it from the Kavachomer. That's why it's Ketim Rahmanah. He, to come along and say, No, if this was not written explicitly, I would not have learned it from a Kabahomen because you cannot generate a love from a Kabahomen. If it just would have said Ahotecha, I would have said, really, you don't need Ahotecha because it's a Kabahomen. If, 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 if Bat Aviv or Bat Imo is Asud, so certainly Bat Imo Bat Aviv is Asud. Oh, uh, so why did it say Ahoto? Because sometimes things that you can derive from a Kabahomen, the Torah writes it anyway. Tarak Mekadam Lakra. Oh, but that would come and tell me that you can actually generate Levim from a, from a Kavachomer. Kamash no, he, Kazongan says, if we didn't have this Pasuk, we would not have generated from a Kavachomer at all. So the only way I know it is because of the Ahotechahi. That's she, Shiloh Tomar. Shiloh Tomar be'alma mazhirim in hadin, ve'havei lav gamur. Ume'hacha lo'yafina le'me'man mit'istirich Ahotechah alma en mazhirim in hadin. 
Right? Only over here because we have a pasuk. But if you didn't have a pasuk, the kavachomer would not be enough to generate a love. Oh, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Huda, which means he comes to say what? Ahotechai is coming to say what? To say that he's only going to be hayav for achoto, but abibu, but imom, and aonsim. So, if, if, which means, according to the Bihuda, if that's uh, uh, what, what we're saying, that the words Ahotechai is coming to only say that you only hayav because of achoto, lichtebe rahmana lahotechai. Which means, if that was the case, Rabbi Yosef is going to say, let the words be written in the Onsim Pasuk. Which means, we're trying to, what does Rabbanan say, Ahotekha is coming to tell you? That not only are you Hayab on a sister that's paternal or maternal, you Hayab on both. So then, why didn't you write that Ahotekha in the Onsim Pasuk? Which is the first pasuk? Bat imecha or bat avicha? So then, if it would have said it in that pasuk, then I would say not only bat avicha, not only bat imecha, but even both mina onsim, because that's the pasuk that's talking about uh, bat. Uh, 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 that, that's the case we're talking about. Uh, that's the pasuk of onsim. Now, in this pasuk over here, where it wrote it, it's bat eshet aviv. Now, this is talking about over here. Um, it sounds like even both. But this is talking about Menan Nisu'in. Now, so from the fact that it says Ahotechahi in the Pasuk by Bat Eshet Aviv, it's coming to say that what? That is only going to be Hayab Mishum Ahoto and not because of Bat Eshet Aviv. Read Rashi, Be'idah Kra. Gabe Ahotecha Bat Abicha, the law who's called Sham Ishut. The Rafke on Simine, the Benisu'in Ashmi'inan, after Bat Abiv Batimo. But in our pasuk, in our pasuk, when it says "bat eshet avicha," it sounds like it's talking about the, 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 the boy and the girl from the same parents. Right. Hadushovir is that even though it's a full-fledged uh, 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 sister, only me hayab mishum achoto and not and not more. Okay, so then, so that let's just review where we're holding at this point over here. So we have a big mahloket between Rabbanan and Rabbi Yoseh in a case where a person goes with his sister who's also obviously Bat Eshet Abiv, which is obviously she was born from the father through Nisu'in. Now, we don't, so it should be Hayab, two things. It should be Hayab Achoto. And it should be Hayab Mishum that it's uh, again Bat Eshet Abib. It's 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 it's, uh, it's from 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 the father, father's uh, father's uh, child. And therefore, it's your sister from your father, Bat Eshet Abib. And therefore, Rabbanan say Hayab too. Hayab Mishum Achoto Umishum Bat Eshet Abib. But Rabbi Yosef Yehuda argues it's now only Hayab Mishum Achoto Bilvad. And then the Gemara went back and forth and brought the different uh, pesukim. Rabbanan say it's two different pesukim. There's a one pesuk that says Elbat Achotecha, Bat Abicha, Bat Imechalot Tegale. So that's mashma that a, a a daughter from the father, whether it's Onsin or whether it's Nisuin, is going to be Asura. So I guess the fact that it says Bat Abicha, it says Bat Abicha. Anyway, she became a Bat, whether through Onsin or whether through through marriage. So therefore, that's one pasuk. And we have another pasuk that says, And what's that pasuk coming to tell me? That means it's obviously talking about a sister from the father, but we have a pasuk ready for that. And that's coming to tell me that you're going to hayab mishum both. And Rabbi Yosef is going to come along and say, No, the fact that the second pasuk is so you only hayab mishum achot achoto, and you're not going to be hayab mishum bat eshet abiv. I did a banan. I says achotechahi. No, I need achotechahi to come and tell me that there's a special 
Isur on Achoto that's Bat Aviv Ubat Imo. Because I don't have a Pasuk for that, and I can't learn it from a Kavahomer, because I cannot create Isurim from Kavahomer. So therefore, I need the Pasuk of Achoto to come and say that a somebody was Me'anes, the father, the, 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 the man was Me'anes, a lady, and brought a boy and a girl, they share the same parents, there's going to be Asur as well. Even though you say, what do you mean? If it's only paternal or maternal, they're Asurim to each other. Certainly if they're from both, no, you don't generate Asurim from a Kavahomer. Over the Biyoseh, he says, I agree. But the Pasuk should just say, Ahotecha then. Why did it say, Ahotecha he? Oh, so that's coming to tell me that watch, only Hayab Mishum Ahotecha, and not because of Bat Eshet Abib. Drabanan, Drabanan say no. If it would have said Ahotecha, I would have said that really you can generate the Surim from a Kavahomid. But sometimes the Torah writes the word anyway, even though you could have learned it from a Kavahomid. Comes, no, Ahotecha, he's coming to say that no, if you didn't have this Pasuk, you would not have learned it from a Kavahomid. And therefore, the Pasuk again is only coming to tell you that not only unseen mina'avu mina'im, but unseen even from both. Ah, so what is the what is the biuda do with the he? So biuda comes up, you see and says, Im ken, if that was the case, the khtov rahmana la hotekahi bi It should have written that ahotekahi by the pasuk that talks about unseen. Well, that pasuk over there it says, Bat Ishabi, which is mashma, bat abibu batimom only. Therefore, from the fact that the Torah wrote Ahotekahi in the Pasuk that talks about Bat Eshet Abib, it's mashma that the Pasuk is coming to be Mima'et and say Ahotekahi. That even though she's also Bat Eshet Abib, you're only going to be Hayam Mishum Ahoto and not Mishum Bat Eshet Abib. Okay, Rabotai.